Welcome to another edition of TSC Music's Music with a Mission, where our purpose is to perpetuate and promote the Christian and positive idea through the medium of music and other arts. And we are delighted to be in the studio again today. I'm Greg Thomas. At the other end of the table is... David Ham. What's up, everybody? Always with us. And we thank God for... Uh, you be with us today and tune in again. We've got some very special guests in the studio. They're some of my favorite people, and I say that uh, not, and in, in, I don't mean <laughs> they're laughing. <laughs> I'm serious. You guys are some of my, my favorite people because I love what you do and what your desire to do and the motive and uh, reason why you do what you do. We're going to hear from five very talented, gifted, God-fearing musicians, singers, writers, uh, who serve in various capacities in and around this city and this ministry. And uh, I'm sorry, it's six of them. I, I missed one. Yeah, I was counting on my fingers on the other end of the table. Yeah, here, I think to... you're a finger short on that hand. Uh, uh, you yeah. only got... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're glad to have them. And uh, they're going to introduce themselves in a minute. And then we pulled in somebody that David was in the office with. And I said, man, I'm listening to what he does and who he is. And uh, I got a witness that it was okay to pull him in. Now, if this bombs, we can always edit it out. Yeah. But yeah. I think he's going to be okay. It's all right. <laughs> he's in the hot seat, but he's, he's going to be all right. Dave, a few weeks ago, we I threw out a scripture to the team. I think you were in that podcast. Excuse me. And we talked a little bit about Numbers chapter 8. Remember that? No, I wasn't in that podcast. You were not in that podcast. Jesse, was I in that podcast? I think you're aging, Dave. Uh-oh. Oh, man. I think you were there. Let hey, me everybody. just read it for yeah. you real fast. I was in that podcast. <laughs> but here's a verse, and I'm not going to unpack it today, but I think it it will uh, set up this podcast today. And again, Numbers chapter 8, uh, verse 24, I'm going to start. And it reads, this is that belongeth unto the Levites from 20 and 5 years old and upward they shall go in to wait upon the service of the tabernacle of the congregation. And from age 50, they shall cease upon waiting the service thereof and shall serve no more. Verse 26 says, but shall minister with their brethren in the tabernacle of the congregation to keep the charge and shall do no service. Thus shalt thou do unto the Levites touching their charge. And I, you know, I'm having fun with this study and, and really just unpacking it and looking at exactly what the priest did and what the yeah. uh, quote-unquote Levitical priesthood, which everybody throws that term around. Yeah. Uh, and it's a legitimate term, but everybody throws it around as if it only means, you know, just a bunch of singers and musicians and, you know, that's just their job, you know. Uh, but it's been real fun unpacking it. But we were using it in the context of, because I was joking around, I'm, you know, I'm only five years away from being able to meet that second scripture. Um, <laughs> and I could just pull back and serve no more. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, but uh, that's really not what's going to happen. By the way, yes, I do remember that the, the, when you read the word, the revelation came forth and yeah. it all just came back. He, he brings things to our remembrance, you know, yeah. uh, you know, some, sometimes like a little slow rain or <laughs> it blows out the cobwebs, you know, uh, <laughs> But uh, we were joking about uh, the idea, not joking about, we were serious about the idea of us needing to be pouring in to another generation Mm -hmm. or to another group of people. We use the term generation uh, so often in the church to to, um, identify an age group of people. And I'm thinking, and I would, I think we would all agree that generation today 
is not nearly what it used to be. You know, right. a generation gap used to be 20, 25 years. Today it's 12, 13 years, right. you know, and you're talking a whole generation, um, uh, which is wild when you think about it. Um, but we've got some young people, some young, younger, excuse me, people. I got to stop that young people thing. Cause somebody came to me last night and said, I, I'm, I'm a professional. I'm, you know, I'm out of college. I don't really like the term young people when they refer to me that way, but. I that, like it. That's another like podcast. <laughs> you, can, you can keep it coming. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you treat young people a certain way. Yeah. When you're not careful, if you're not, you know. That's another. Will you stop it? Yeah, that's another sorry. podcast, man. <laughs> In the studio with me. They're going to introduce themselves, and then we're going to take a quick break and come right back. To my immediate right is. All right. Hey, everybody. Um, this Ray is... Hey, what is that? Did you Ray say Ray Hey? No. I said, all right, hey. I think get used to that accent. I, I thought she was taking it to the island, right? Right here. And I just say, well, go on, everybody. Oh, yeah. Easy now, uh, young man. But okay. uh, um, my name is Abby K, A-W-B-I-J-K, and that's just a swaggy way of saying it. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm grateful to be here. So. Yes. Ivory McDonald. I to the M to the C. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, could you do your intro with an accent too? That'd be no. okay. Irie McDonald. Yes. Yes. Um, Keep it going. Yeah. Irie McDonald. I'm in YPC. Uh, also one of the worship leaders here at Times Square Church. Hello, everybody. I'm Colin. I don't have a swag way to introduce my That's name. It's okay. You just need to do the accent. Do you know? It's Colin right here. So. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. We got all three. Completion. Yeah. It's true that right here. The three of them were on that side of the table. Was that? Island crew. Island crew, yeah. All right. We're going to come over here to my left. Hey, everybody. Um, I am Tiffany Thompson. However, um, my artist name is Tiffany Michelle, and I serve here at Times Square Church. I'm Ben Hughes, and uh, I'm here at the church as well, and I'm representing the the gospel rocker side of this <laughs> film today. Yes. Hello, I'm Keylanda. I'm also known as Kiki. And I'm also happy to be here with you guys. I don't have an accent either. I'm on this side of the table. <laughs> oh, you got an accent, all right. <laughs> Might come from the Lower East Side, but oh, yeah. you got LES, an accent. Representing LES, you know. <laughs> Mike Buckley from AIC Records. Uh, happy to be a guest here today. Mike was thrown in. Mike's like, in the hot literally, seat. I just said, yeah. Mike, I mean... We're doing a podcast in 20 minutes. You need to hang around. And thank God he he, he did. We're going to hear from him uh, today as well. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back and talk to these six plus one, seven, uh, about what it is that they do, why they do it, and uh, what they hope to accomplish with what they do. In a minute on TSC Music with a Mission. The adult and youth praise choirs are just two of the many ministries that make up TSC Music. We're also looking for volunteers in other areas of music ministry. Are you a musician, an actor or singer, a video editor or an audio engineer? Perhaps you're great at learning song lyrics and quick on the computer, then projection ministry could be the place for you. Or maybe you enjoy meeting new people and talking with them about music. Then you'd fit right in with our sales team. If you're a music lover looking to find your place to serve, we invite you to apply online. Visit the website, tscnyc.org, and click on Get Involved.
Times Square Church is offering a training course in authentic Christian leadership, taught by Dr. Lamar Vest. The training is open to pastors, church and ministry leaders, as well as those who play a key role in discipling and mentoring within the church. This six-part course will take place on Wednesday evenings once a month from May through October, with the first session on May 22nd. The course is free, but registration is required for all who wish to attend. The sessions will also be webcast live on our website at tscnyc.org. For more information and to register online, visit tscnyc.org. Summit International School of Ministry is currently trying to fill the bookshelves of their newly renovated library. Their desire is to expand the resources available to their students, to enable them to deeper study the Word of God, and to enrich their Christian walk. If you'd like to donate an Amazon.com gift card, visit the Summit Book Drive page on Amazon.com. If you prefer to give a donation to Summit towards the purchase of books for their new library, please visit www.tscnyc.org. again with some great people, some great people. Some of them are young, some of them are not so young, uh, but they are great people nonetheless, and uh, we're going to hear from them right now. Abigail is here with us. Yes. <laughs> Abby to the, to the, to the something to the, Abby is a singer, she's a writer, worship leader in her own right, mm-hmm. and uh, she's a PK. Yes. You all, your mom is in mm-hmm. ministry. Let me just put it that way. And uh, and uh, you've been serving here at Times Square Church for a while. Mm-hmm. And we have recently discovered uh, with all of you that all of you are working on something. Everybody seems to be working on a project. You know, they're getting their e- you know the EPs out and their EPK, their their singles or what have you and what have you. And and it's great. I'm hearing some really really interesting uh, music. And I thought it was fitting to pull all you guys together. Now, Abby, I, I recently, when I say recently, within the past two months, discovered your um, your music, your website, and uh, tell us tell us a little bit about Abby and why you know what what this whole EPK thing is. Well, um, well, first of all, I gotta say I'm from Antigua. Well, I grew Antigua. up in Antigua. Um, I was born in the U.S. Virgin Islands, and but um, I just completed my album. Oh, my first, very first album, and that process has been super cool. Yeah, um, met some cool people, producers, the whole works, and um, first album. So expecting some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Now you are one of eighty six thousand mm-hmm. albums that were done in the past year. Yeah, less than two yeah. percent of them sold over five hundred copies. Mm. That's some. Crucial numbers. <laughs> did, did, you, did you all know that? Yeah, you might need to throw out those numbers Let again. Let me say that again. 86,000 for the sake of these CD projects in America. Doing their best. To, yeah. 86,000, and less than 2% of them sold over 500 copies. CDs. You're living in a very different world today. You know, uh, they may have moved a lot of singles, but. But you just finished your album. It's funny you refer to it as an album because I haven't seen an album in, you yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. an album as we know it. You know, it was like that big, you know, and had the grooves in it. Okay, they don't know about that. <laughs> Carol, yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit more about that. Uh, yes, everybody. Greg's making this one challenging today. You know, but sometimes we want to challenge on our podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. So you made this album? Yes. You had some... Was this your first studio experience? Um, no, it wasn't. Um, before my album, I did a promo, which which has like six songs. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my first studio experience. Are any of those six on this 
New project? Um, no. No. Okay. No. So what did you do with the first six? The first six, they're on iTunes, and it sold a, a quite number, especially more down in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Um, so the album now is very different from what I did with the promo. Um, the promo was more the throw your hands in the air, gotcha. you know, the West Indian kind of thing. But uh-huh. now the album is more, I think, general, um, uh-huh. and it goes for everybody. So it and it's How just how do you describe general? General meaning it's not just island music. Okay. Um, so it's, stylistically, it's not just yeah. this, mm-hmm. your typical islands, right? Like so it's more geared towards you know the general public and not just to island people. Mm. <laughs> it, it's Christian album. Yes, it is. Okay, we mm-hmm. got to say that because this is a Christian show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a general project, you know. It's for everybody, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so, so it's it's and how many uh, songs on it? Um, sixteen. Wow. 16. How many did you yes. write? Um, maybe 14. Wow. Yeah, 14 so you, out of you 16. you do some writing. Yeah, my brother and I. We, awesome. Yeah, we've... What do you hope to accomplish? What's, what's the goal behind this project? Well, for me, I think, um, well, I guess the reason why I did this was because, you know, in hope that you re- reach souls, mm-hmm. um, I think that's, for me, the most important part, you know, I mean, also selling, but uh, the ultimate goal is to kind of halfway the balance of eternity okay. you know and so with that hopefully trusting God with that yeah yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. is it is it a, if there's a specific market I mean young people not yes. so young people young. young islanders young people who are island descent like mm-hmm. the two next to you um it's definitely geared towards young the okay. younger generation um you know because they have so much going on, I guess, mm-hmm. in the secular industry, mm-hmm. and so I think it's it should be relevant for at least Christian artists to, okay. to to give them something that they can relate to, and so it's definitely geared towards young. I'm talking from like 15 and probably maybe 35, and of course, there's always you know that 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 song <laughs> so that, that other, is that, <laughs> that group who's about to retire from yeah, the yeah, talent. Yeah, there's also that song, you know, or it's, yeah, I guess the less majority that is mm-hmm. dedicated to the older, more mature, but all majority of the album is geared towards young people. Great, so, great, great. 16 mm-hmm. songs. Can't wait to hear. Yes. Is, it out, is it available yet? Not yet. Not yet. Not okay. yet. Soon. We'll talk about availability a little while later. Yeah. Ivory McDonald is next to Hi. you. Hey, Ivory. Hello. You started your project when? Uh, <laughs> I believe 2010. Mm-hmm. And you know how many songs then? Uh, we have, well, a nine, mm-hmm. nine done, well, vocally, and then I have to do uh, record the vocals for one more. So it's going to be 10 songs altogether, mm-hmm. all written by you? Yes. I've heard some of it. In fact, I was supposed to do organ on one of them for like for three years. <laughs> I think I was scheduled to do organ before you started the project. That's how long it seems. And uh, and I got to be honest with you, and I have to repent. Life happened. And I just, every week, in fact, Harry and I had planned many, many times, get over there, get the organs in, get the organs done, and it just didn't happen. So finally, I was going to go to Patrick, but he thinks he came to me. That's another story, but anyway. It is all forgiven. time on this podcast right now. This is awesome. Be forgiven. <laughs> so you're nine songs in, you're yes. working on number 10, you yes. did all, you wrote all the songs. I've heard great stuff, man. This, By the way, tell people where they can get the My, one super track that I just absolutely love. 
My single is actually out on iTunes. It's called Get Up and Run, and it uh, features Freddie Rodriguez, uh, who's really kind enough to um, agree to sing with me on it. And uh, so it's available on iTunes, also Amazon. Uh, we talked about that one before, so for people who are just listening and just tuning in for the first time, check it out. Get Up and Run. In fact, get up now. Get up now. Run and get it. Now. Come back and listen right to now. the rest of the podcast. So you started the project. You're, you're 10 songs in, and uh, you're getting ready to start. What's the process been like for you? Uh, the process has been long. It has been hard at times. There have been plenty of times when I felt like I had to remind myself, God, why am I doing this? Because it sometimes you think that when God puts something on your heart that it'll just be easy and process smooth. Mm-hmm. But I'm learning that sometimes it's the best things in life that you got to fight for. And... um it's a journey. It's sometimes it's hard, but I'm believing that it's going to be worth it in the end. And why are you doing it? Well, um, this really started back in 2010 when I finally, well, 2009 when I finally gave my, you know, gave God everything. No more distractions. Just gave Him everything. And um, God told me that I was going to be writing songs. And to be honest, I I really just laughed him off because I had tried in the past and they were failures at least in my point in my eye um, and then literally few few months later I started just writing just writing and writing and writing I literally couldn't stop and um, I showed them to my family and I showed them to some friends and they were they were amazed because they saw the process they knew that this this didn't come naturally to me before and um, I really was not intending to do a project. I I was just happy with writing a song. And um, I felt that God really impressed on my heart to do an album, and other people said the same to me. And so I started working with uh, my friend Patrick, Andy, who's in the band here. He also has an album out. Um, well, we're not plugging his. No, we're yeah. not. Sorry. <laughs> but um, he's been working with me and also a friend of his called uh, Eli, Eli Menendez. And um, the reason why I'm doing it is because God put a passion in my heart for believers who maybe we don't all have the same journey, but we all have distractions that we have to fight to get out of. And... God put in my, put, gave me a passion to, how you say, just want to go deeper in him. I have a burden to see believers to just push beyond the surface, to go deeper, to find God in that place, an intimate place, because that's where he put me. Like in 2010, I just felt like he put me in this place of intimacy with him and just getting to know him and um, going deeper. And it's really my desire to see young people uh, who either have the, have the same story as I have or uh, just going through things, wanting, wanting to see them go beyond, go further, go deeper in the Lord because there's no place like it. And I guess that's the theme of, the, of my project is to see people go deeper and I would say it's geared to, towards the church, the church, mm-hmm. um, believers, um, young people. But really, I, I don't really have a, a set, you know, group that is geared to, geared to mm-hmm. um, the body. Yeah, 
the body. Awesome. Next to you is young man, Colin. You started a project or you're working on, well. It's, it's very, it's, nothing's official yet, but it's the very beginnings of. It's, 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 it's an incubation. Yes, yeah. the incubation stage. You know, uh, I'm still in the writing process, haven't even hit the recording process. Mm-hmm. But it's the very, very, very beginnings and really figuring out where God wants to go. And it's just the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always, you know, I've always been singing my entire life and people know me as, you know, the singer. He sings. But I think for me personally, I think I don't think the singing was the gift that God placed in me. I firmly believe that the songwriting is the gift that God placed in me. And I guess the singing is secondary. If Mm -hmm. you can look at it that way, you know, I've been writing. I love to write, love to write, love to write. I can't emphasize that enough. There's, I have a notebook. That's the best thing. That's the best gift. One of my friends uh, has (laughs) ever given me was an empty notebook. And that notebook is, I never go anywhere without it sitting in my bag right over there. You and, should ask him for an iPad. You know, see, those those crash and those burn, but the good old paper will never fail you. Start throwing it out there, you know. So. Um, but I've always been writing, and and, and um, God has given me so many songs that I look back on now and realize that I wrote it back when I was 16. I, I, I think it's safe to say I'm the youngest one in the group here. And um, No, you're not. I am. All right. Young at heart, brother. Young at heart. Believe it, receive it. Young at heart. <laughs> but um, there's, there's a song know, in there. <laughs> you know, looking at songs that I wrote in the past that God has given me and being like, oh, what does this even mean? And then looking at it now, going the things that I've been through, I'm like, that was obviously God because I'm writing about things that I have never experienced that I know mm-hmm. nothing about. And it's ministering to me now. Um, but yes, I'm in the beginning phases and um you know see. but you've been singing for a long long time i've right? been singing well, you're 20 i'm but 20 you've been singing for a while i've you've been singing there. since i came out we've the got room. something of you when you were very young not here Over here to my left in the pink sweater, Tiffany Thompson. She's no stranger to the podcast. I'm certainly no stranger to TSC Music. Certainly no stranger to Times Square Church. Worship leader, writer, actress, Maria. Here, here. Uh, and uh, amen. <laughs> Started the project. Three songs in, four songs in, eight songs in. Where are you now? You're five songs in. Actually, I have five songs, but uh, hey, everybody. <laughs> um, five songs, um, um, but... Uh, you know, right right now, he, I believe the Lord is taking me in a different direction, in that He is also using my my skill as an actress and marrying that with my music. And um, 
taking it into the theaters, into churches who um, will be receptive to the real raw uh, stories that I will be telling um, in regards to my testimony. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, I believe it's very relevant to today's generation. And it's, it's, it's more so me not breaking out as, you know, another gospel artist, but just me really breaking out as someone who has something to say to this generation and who takes what I do very seriously. And um, I go to um, a place called Covenant House, which is a crisis center for single moms every, once a month. And um, I speak to them there, and I'm going to try not to get emotional. <laughs> um, and this is just confirmed for me even more that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing because when I see their um, their cries out for help and um, the desperate situations that they're in, whether they created it for themselves, whether um, it was just situations they were born into, it makes me more, it's like a righteous indignation that rises up in me. And and I have to tell uh, my story for these young women, for the body of Christ, for the unchurched. And uh, I I just feel no matter how much pressure I'm under, (laughs) which is a lot, because I'm also a single mom, um, I I have to move forward with this message. So there you go. Wow. Deep. <laughs> Didn't but, mean to be but, deep no, and serious. But it's, but. Very, it's, it's, it's exactly the kind of thing I think everybody at this table wants to see the Lord do through their music ministry. God, take me to a group. Take me to a people. Take me to a cause. So I'm not just putting out another song and be one of the 86,000 that were released last year. Yeah. Yes. Uh, deeper yeah. than that. I said it deeper. I want to go deeper. I want to go beyond the performance or the presentation, but I want to reach somebody. Ben Hughes is over here. So what can I say about Ben? I mean, I remember, can I just Lots say nice this? Things, I hope. <laughs> nice things. Fine. I remember when you went with us to Argentina. Yeah. You were starry eyed. You had your eyes on Kate. Totally. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> You eventually married too. her, you know, and that was great. Yep. And, but you were on a mission trip with us, yeah, yep. Argentina. And one thing I loved about you, Ben, is that you did anything. You grabbed, you moved gear, you 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 did anything. You got you did you went got water. You I just, was I was the roadie, he man. Was the roadie, yeah. And we had no idea how talented this kid, this guy was, how how skillful he was. And then to watch it even explode the way it has over the years. And then recently, I got a chance to hear your music. Uh, I've heard some of your other music, but this recently, mm-hmm. I've got a chance to hear the stuff that you were writing, what God was doing in you. Tell us a little bit about that. It's funny. As Colin was talking, I remember I have a, I have a notebook as well. I remember when I, right around the time I gave my heart to the Lord, I'd got a notebook. So this was back a couple of years. I won't date myself too far. But I said, and everyone was asking, so when are you going to do the record? And I just thought, well, it's I just finished doing secular music for 10 years. I'm going to take it easy for a little bit. Maybe when this notebook is full of songs, that's when I'll consider doing the next record. And, and years ago, the notebook filled up, so I, I'd kind of forgotten about that. But when you were talking, mm-hmm. I, I remembered me, me saying that. And to piggyback kind of off what Tiffany said, um, I kind of believe everybody has a story to tell and everybody is drawn to stories like everybody you can draw somebody in with a story and there's no easier story to tell and there's no greater story to tell than that of jesus christ 
and how it relates to us personally. So I got to a point and I had a, I had a quite a few songs, but I had very little experience actually being behind a board and mixing and engineering. And so I had been on the other side, the you know the one just performing and, and playing. I'd seen that a little bit, but never, no one could ever trust me with their music. So I was kind of at a point where I need some experience. So who better to experiment on than myself? Right. So for the first three years, I I did some recordings very quietly in uh, you know in my apartment and just around, and they sound terrible. Like I mean. <laughs> terrible but i knew i had to start somewhere so i so i kind of began and and that's where this process kind of took me to um about a year ago i finally said well i think i'm at a spot now um i've got a lot of songs but let me just start with uh let me try doing a little project with uh with four or five songs and i like the word extensive play I just like how it sounds. So we'll do the EP. And I'd like to write extensive play on, on that album cover. Just play it over and, just, and over and over. Yeah. Again. And so um, so that's that's where I got started. So I, I would sit and, and I would record and I would read books. And I'd record some more and I'd read books. And now I'm sitting at the mixing table and I've got a book in my lap talking about frequencies and all this type of stuff. And I'm calling friends of mine like hey do you know about this do you know about that what do you think about this plug-in how did you do this and really that's how i did the record and and i've got a, a wife and a young son at home so i knew that this wasn't gonna happen after work because i had a full-time job too so it was in the mornings so i kind of had to make time for it in the morning before going to work that's when i got the bulk of this record finished and then even so i'm going to do like a little soft release but i hope to use this record to get out there and tell these stories that's the whole purpose behind it is to go out and be able to share some of these stories with some people about the songs and really to to minister and to preach because i i don't know how to do this any other way and the lord just kind of kind of clearly gave it to me well just write some songs and go out and and share them and that, and that's so if it's successful, that's where I'll deem it being a success. Oh, it's finished. You've done yeah. it. And so it I've, already, I've already spoken to some people. I've already given it to some old friends of mine. And just to have them listening to the gospel from, it's, you know, it's an EP, so it's only yeah. about 38 minutes. Yeah. But they're listening from front to back, and they're, they're getting it. And, they're, and so that's been like, hey, man, this is, yeah. this is cool. This is yeah, worth it. I'm um, on to the next right one. Yeah. 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 And the fact that you, and this is so the so the artist, the artistic mind that you were so committed to getting it done, that you read the books, you engineered the session, you didn't go to the studio like everybody else did, you know, uh, you engineered, and not not to say that, you know, studio wasn't a, you know, no, I love the studio, wonderful. don't get me wrong, <laughs> I love the studio, <laughs> but you did what you could do, you know, you had a full time job, you're, yeah. you're a husband, you're a, you're a dad, and but you also got into behind the scenes you got into the nitty gritty of it to make it happen you yeah. wrote the songs you played yeah oh yeah all the music right and i had like the lord has kind of put people in my life like like harry who's sitting over there in the corner and, and patrick again who's working with ivory and is these relationships and you realize these guys are like they are phenomenal musicians and, i'm a little concerned that i didn't make the cut and harry you know, made the cut Pear Anders made the cut though you know <laughs> 
And, and that's even worse. <laughs> you start returning some of those phone calls. <laughs> and then at one point, at one point, I thought about calling oh, up Greg. Man. I just used a pedal. I'm like, here, I got a Greg effects pedal. I just you know, turn it on, and away I go. <laughs> but I'm loving it. I love the project. I love the design, too. I think it's very, very creative. Very Why creative. have I seen this, man? You it's haven't seen I didn't it? Return your calls. It's because you didn't you return didn't my phone you, calls. You didn't make the cut. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> like Harry said, I'm not wearing my skinny jeans yeah. or whatever. Well, I don't know. And I think you scrapped the rap song anyway, didn't you? Uh, you know what? It's a secret <laughs> song there at the very end. It's the bonus track. There's you a little. Listen to the extended. It's East Coast Canadian extended. rap. I don't know if you keep up, but uh, it's there. Wow, we got to move on. We got one war next to you, young lady who is uh, sharp as a tack, um, and I mean that in every aspect. She's a she's a writer, she's a rapper, she's a. Uh, but then we had a little meeting a few weeks ago, and I was really impressed with her questions. And a lot of times, people don't ask questions. And Mike, we'll talk about this. They don't ask questions of Mike, right? They don't ask questions about the 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 behind the scenes. And how do I do that? And I've got this project now. Now what? You know, do I manufacture 500 CDs and let them sit in my garage? Because <laughs> that's what happens with a lot of people. They manufacture all these CDs and then they end up Frisbees, right. you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Kiki is here. Hello. Um, so basically, um, right now I'm at a stage where I feel like God is allowing me to explore what he's given me and not be so anxious to to kind of go at it because that's me I'm really like where put me in the lane and I'm gonna go as fast as I can in it but God has been teaching me to slow down a little bit and to really take a good look at what he's given me and so throughout these last couple of months I've been um like really thinking through a lot of decisions and writing and just allowing God to stir my heart for even who he wants me to reach out to and he has for actually the last couple of years he's given me a heart really intensely for the hip-hop industry and for the people um, who are in the secular world and their audience. And I really want to be able to be an artist that can reach out to them with the love of Christ. And I, I have a ministry called Not On My Watch where for about two years it's been standing where I've gathered people and we pray for them. We pray for all the, like a lot of the top names because a lot of times I realize that we're so quick to judge them without loving them. We're so quick to know, yes, they're in sin. We know that that's evident. They're not trying to say that I love Jesus and I'm singing about this and that and the third. They're not apologetic in their walk. And so why should we look at them and be surprised? Mm-hmm. And so with this ministry, I'm praying for them and praying also that God would allow me to be able to be a voice in this generation that could reach out to them and draw even their audience to Christ. And so I've been developing, trying to develop rapping and singing and also even um, recently um, experimenting with even dance, like hip hop dance. And um, I did a performance recently, a local performance. And afterwards, I was I felt so good. I felt so free. And God spoke to me. He said that you can give every single ability that you have to me. And you don't have to be afraid of it. You don't have to be apologetic about it because you're doing it for me. And that was something that really touched me. And it, and it really makes me feel excited about even going further and exploring more of what he's given me. And and I can tell you a quick story about today, actually. Um, I was on my way here. I was trying to get on a bus. And the bus didn't stop. I looked at it from across, like down the way. And it went up the street. It didn't turn down the avenue. And so I was like, okay, it's doing that today. It's not coming. <laughs> so then I walked the path of the bus and I saw people waiting at the station at each stop. And I told them that I don't think the bus is going to stop here. It's going to keep going. And some people listened. They went. And at the second stop that I went to, I was talking to this man. I told him that I don't think the bus is going to stop. You might have to go to the next station. And um, he responded. He said, okay. And I realized he was deaf. 
and he and out of everybody at that state at that stop, he was the first person to respond and walk to the next stop. And that surprised me. And we were we were walking, he was talking to me and I understood what he was saying and he understood what I was saying. And he was deaf and he was the only person willing to respond to what I said, like the bus is not going to stop here because everybody was like, no, there's no sign. It's, it's going to come. I was like, OK, but I'm just letting you know what I saw. The bus is not going to stop. And so then we went to the next stop and, and I ended up taking the train anyway. But one thing the Lord showed me with that was that don't be afraid of those who you feel are blind or deaf to what you're doing, because I can open their eyes. I can open their ears so that they can be able to understand exactly what you're saying and they'll be able to listen. And he got on the bus as soon as he went to the next station, the bus was right there. And so that was something God spoke to me that like with this generation, sometimes we're afraid and we think that we have to like do it this way or do it that way in order for them to hear us, hear us. But all you do is a simple message is that go to the next stop. I know that I know where you need to go, go here. Mm -hmm. And that's something that with my music, I want to be able to do. And even as who I am, not trying to appeal to the world, but to use my all my gifts and abilities unto him. And so hopefully within time, like I'll be able to release something. I want to do like little peaks of what I'm doing. But the Lord is showing me not to be so anxious because because like you said, there's 86,000. You said is that how much last year? <laughs> so it's like, though. And then you also I remember you had said too, like, though, if the one who thinks they're going to be at the top of that needs to like sit down. <laughs> so <laughs> so <laughs> like to, for us to think about that. And it's not success is not in how many people you reach. Like, oh, I've reached this many because remember, God will leave the ninety nine for the one. Right. And so focusing on little communities and then they go out and tell others, because I've also been studying like Jesus ministry. And you notice that he would be met with people at the next stop. You didn't see his disciples going mm -hmm. around like Jesus at the next stop Jesus at the next stop <laughs> they were following him already and and it was because he was present because of his message it was so pure and it was unapologetic and he would come at you and put you in your place yeah. and that's something that I don't want to be afraid to do in my music either and so we're going to collect yeah. an offering right yeah. now uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she done gone and preached that <laughs> wow that's good stuff we're going to take a quick break and during this break, we're gonna do a little collage. We got a little bit of yours and yours and yours. We're gonna just put it all together. It's a melting pot of music right here on TSE Music with the mission. See how I have overcome. Just gonna pray. Just wanna lift you up. I just wanna lift you up.
Loving the little sermonette, Kiki. Um, uh, she took it upon herself to uh, <laughs> to uh, 
to uh, give a little dissertation, yeah, and, uh, yeah. but it was good. It was edifying. It, it was, was and thank God that you are a young artist, but you're hearing uh, from the Lord. And uh, and I, I just want to encourage all of you to don't be in a hurry. You know, the tortoise always wins the race. You know, look, every book I've ever read where there's a tortoise in the hair, the tortoise always wins. Why? Because it's slow yeah. and steady. You know, and the hair is just, you know, he's trying to get it done, trying to get it done and get yeah. to song three. And you're like, man, this is this is never going to happen. And before you know it, the money runs out. The enthusiasm runs out. Friends run away. Hello. Studio closes down because yeah. <laughs> everybody's got one. Right. Yeah. And but the tortoise always wins the race. Yeah. Always wins the race. Mike, you're here. Uh, before we go to you, though. Tiff, you, you shared a little bit about uh, how the Lord is using down at uh, is it Covenant House. Is that what it is? Tell us a little bit about that, the Covenant House. Um, sure. Covenant House is a crisis center for single mothers uh, from the ages of uh, 16, I want to say, to 21. And they I go once a month, and I go with a, a prepared workshop. I show them uh, the, a video of Second Chance. Um, and the, the video of second chance is my testimony because I, as I stated before, I'm a single mom and, um, uh, I went through a very, you know, tough situation with that. Uh, those of you who attend Times Square Church have probably, uh, perhaps heard uh, my testimony. Um, but that my pregnancy, me get, getting pregnant was my encounter with the Lord. And that's what changed my whole life. So um, it's a privilege and an honor to go to this uh, facility and share this song with them. And it's it's like a hip hop vibe. So they say, Miss, Miss, yo, you a star, Miss. <laughs> and so I, I said, no, just, just listen to the lyrics. It's not about me. It's about the song. And then after they hear it, um, it's usually about 12 to 14 girls because it's a 30 day turnover. So each time I go, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to different women or different young ladies. And, and, uh, I mean, it's not me at all, but it's the story and it's the message, uh, that I'm sharing. And, and at, at the end of the workshop, I get to share Christ with them, um, ask them if they, if they are saved, if they ever heard of Christ, do they want to receive him? And, uh, a group of them actually came here, five of them. And uh, four of them received Christ. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I had them. I, I suggested that they go to the Sparrows Ministry, and I watched their children for them <laughs> with another person because they were going to turn them away because they didn't have anybody mm-hmm. to watch their little infants. And I said no. <laughs> I, I said I would just explain to my boss. I hope I don't get in trouble. But as a result, four of the young women received Christ, and that just just really just validated not me but what I'm doing and why I have to do it and why I have to stay focused um and 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 keep my eye on um you know the purpose of 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 the importance of this and and some of these women they're 16 years old and they're in prostitution um you know some of them have 18 years old 19 years old have have had like seven abortions already and the child that they have with them now is the one that they decided to have because they just could not have that next abortion. So they're um, getting six and seven chances in a sense. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. And tears streaming down their face. Like, I just didn't think anybody cared. You know, well, I'm here to tell you, yes, they do. And I don't know you and another a couple of... Miss, I mean, you say you love us, but I said it's not my love. I can't love you in myself, but I love you with the love that Christ has, has filled me with. And I said everything that I've been through up to this date is worth it because I'm here talking to you. So 
um, that's what it's about. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I think um, I'm just listening to all of this, and I'm just reminded of just the importance of what goes on in the artist's life, the the, the young minister um, that's pursuing music. But after the music stops, what else is going on with you? Mm-hmm. And, and what are you doing? Um, and that's uh, just hearing what, what Tiffany's sharing is just such a testimony to that. Um, and I'm just realizing more too. I mean, just listening to everybody and being able to, to almost even as it, we started out a little bit challenging, like the, Greg, the way you were just sharing things and asking questions, and it was like you know the Caribbean side of the table got got the brunt of it um, because I mean you you were just laying it out, um, and it's it was interesting as we started to move around the table that the, the almost people were starting to get a little bit of. Uh, the the vibe from each person. Mm-hmm. I, so by the time you got to the fourth, fifth, they were like, "Yeah, I'm ready for mine," <laughs> you know. And um, and and I and these questions are asked to to young artists sure. all the time, and it's amazing how we'll we'll, we'll fish through, uh, you know, what what to say and what words, and and I'm just realizing more and more that if we can understand that, like, comp- you know, the completion of our gifts. Um, it, it's fulfilled through our response to God's voice and his calling and not necessarily the response to our gifts. Right. You know, that, that's, that's huge. Good. That's good. Um, and so I'm just encouraged to to see a, a group of people and these wonderful people that I'm sitting with today realizing that I'm fulfilled in, in doing what God's called me to do. And, and it stops right there. That That's my success. That's my completion. And, and it, it's to be able to minister the gospel and Pastor Tim Williams, I mean, in our in our last podcast, right. they, still all all week long, I've been sharing it with anybody <laughs> I run into about: Are you comfortable writing, practicing, and performing for an audience of one? Audience of one, yeah. Does it, does that complete you? <laughs> the audience of one being Jesus Christ, being your Father in heaven, does that complete you? And I'm, yeah, man, that just rocks me. So make sure you listen to Pastor Tim next week because that'll go up next week. Uh, got to. But it's it's yeah. so powerful uh, what he shared, uh, and I love the audience, everyone. Uh, the that whole concept, and we talked about it before, but I think he yeah. laid it out in a way that we were not able to articulate it. Yeah, because know? we we asked him the same questions. Exactly. Greg, you asked him the same question. He just went, "Ah, oh, I'm fine writing." practicing yeah. for an audience of one three hours a day that was like his response you know like to everything we asked him like right and he kept and going nobody back nobody even knew that the guy played guitar yeah he plays a mean he plays a mean guitar, guitar. <laughs> if ben says it's mean it's mean it's mean yeah mean. but you know why while, while you were talking dave uh i'm reminded of that song you know if i had a hammer remember that song if i had a hammer i had a hammer in the morning all right, it's an old nursery nursery rhyme. <laughs> Good gracious, man! You might guys be, are really might play a sample on them. Are really the young. Podcast. All right, we're gonna put a, play a little bit for me, Harry. Right, right there. If I had a hammer, I'd a hammer in the morning, I'd a hammer in the evening. Over this land, I'd a hammer out of danger, I'd a hammer out of warning, I'd a hammer out of love between my brothers and my sisters. If I had a hammer, Misty knows it. Misty could come over and sing all three verses, I bet. I'd hammer in the morning. I'd hammer in the noonday all the day long. I'd hammer out some, something like that. But the idea is that I've got this tool, and you you hit on it. I've got this gift, and I want to respond 
with the gift. I want to respond to the gift. You want a response to right, it. Right, because yeah. I have this hammer. I'm just going to use it. Hammer in the morning, hammer in the noonday, hammer all over this land. I'll hammer out evil. I'll hammer out all these negative things. Sure. I'll hammer out, and then I'll hammer in love between my brother and my sister all over the land is, is, is the last line. Yeah. And so the idea, though it's a great idea, the, I, the concept of just because I have this hammer, I'm just going to use it. Uh, is what a lot of young artists do. Uh, just because I have this gift, I'm going to use it. But I think what we were talking about earlier is that the need to stop, listen, and respond to God's demand yes. on the gift is more crucial, which is why the question, why do you do what you do, is so very important. you got to know that God is calling me to do this for this purpose. And I love what Tiffany shares. She's going down, and it's beyond yeah. the music. It's 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 pouring into the lives yeah. and of of other young women. I love the fact that you just had an experience on the way here, Kiki, and you use that opportunity. And you didn't even yeah. have to sing. You didn't have to do anything. Yeah. You just. Sensitive, incredible revelation, to the moving of the Holy Spirit, and all of us have to be that. We have to be that sensitive. You know, Ben, you were on a mission trip in Argentina, just grabbing luggage and doing whatever was asked of you, and then all of a sudden, God's birthing all of this in you. Says, "No, that's going to transform your life, and ultimately, you're going to not only record this, the, the, the songs that you're writing." But you're going to record the songs that you're writing. <laughs> you're going to be the engineer. You're going to be the writer. You're going to be the musician. You're going to be all of that, and and you're going to be one of eighty six thousand, and be fine with that. <laughs> I, love, I love stats. How <laughs> some more stats our way? Absolutely wonderful. We've got another guest in the room who uh, we haven't heard from yet. And uh, Dave, won't you introduce Mike? Yeah. Um Mike Buckley, man, from AIC Records, uh, the president of the company, and uh, it's been a pleasure to just get to know you um, and to hear a little bit about some of the artists you're working with. Um, and we were talking earlier, too, um, and it's amazing how this just kind of falls right in place as we were talking through just, you know, where are the... What are, what's what's the vibe? Because you're working with a couple of young artists, and what's the vibe? What are their feelings right now? What are their hang-ups? What are their struggles? And just share with us briefly what you're seeing. Yeah, thank you, Dave. Thank you for having me. Um, you know, I, right now we have about four artists under uh, under our label, and they kind of have they all come from completely different backgrounds. They all are in completely different journeys with their life, with their music, with God, with uh, with everything. Um, so it's been really fun uh, to to deal with uh, them on an everyday basis. Sometimes it's it's difficult. I'll be the first to admit. Sometimes uh, it's easy, but. Um, you know, as all of you know, uh, being an artist uh, and trying to make it, uh, whether it's for one or for a million, it's not easy. Um, mm -hmm. There are days where uh, they probably don't want to write. They probably don't want to go to the show. Uh, they probably, you know, they don't like their music. Um, that's one of the most frustrating things for me, actually, is when they don't like their music. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. they they uh, they record it, they walk out of the studio, they love it, and the next day they hate it. Uh, and it's it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty entertaining to to go, you know, the ups and the downs. Um, yeah. But, you know, they all have very similar messages to everything that, you know, we've just heard. And, you know, yeah. their their goals and, and why they do it um, are very, very similar. So it's uh, it's definitely nice to to hear all of your stories. Yeah. How do you um, well, I don't know if you do or not, but do you do anything in particular um, working with just their art and just, you know, their spiritual development? Like what does A&R look like for you and what you're doing with the label? Yeah, well, that's a good question. Um, we've got a few different people that uh, I've kind of put in a place uh, for my artists to be able to lean on spiritually. Um, yeah. I mean, everybody can 
lean on each other spiritually uh, without these people. But um, you know, just for when they're having a bad day, when they're when they're you know struggling with whatever it is, marriage girlfriend uh job you know you name it um so we're we're kind of a we're a pretty close family actually um the artists get to deal with each other and interact with each other and bounce things off each other and they can always you know bounce stuff off me i i uh my phone rings you know half the time at three in the morning uh with a you know question but uh yeah i mean it's uh the the label is is pretty family oriented um obviously there's a tremendous business aspect to it but um when you're working with five six people uh, day in day out uh through the ups and the downs it's uh you kind of get to feel pretty comfortable with each other yeah awesome now mike you're working with one particular artist that some might know who she is and uh, uh talking with greg we're going to bring her back uh, you and um and this particular artist but introduce us to her just real briefly and yeah um the artist that dave's talking about is uh is a girl by the name of Jeannie ortega um Jeannie, uh had a very successful mainstream secular career uh in the early 2000 early to middle 2000s um she had a top 25 uh billboard single worldwide uh called crowded um, you know, you you put it on a lot of people, my friends, everybody, everybody knows it. Um, you tell them she's a Christian artist. Say, you know, they don't know that music, but you put this on in there. You know, they also I remember that song. Um, so she literally uh, she she was touring with Rihanna. She was living the life, um, money, fame, endorsement deals, record deals, you name it. She had it. Um, but she was obviously missing something because. Um, you know, completely uh, on her own, gave it all up, um, and kind of took a pretty, you know, long hiatus. You know, you look if you look her name up on the on the internet, there's a there's a two year window where you can't find a single picture of her. Um, mm-hmm. Two years prior, you you look her up, you see her at every red carpet event, every every this, every that, um, and you know, through that two years, she was just uh, you know dealing with her walk and you know how to find happiness and. Um, you know, she found the Lord and, uh, she, you know, she, I think she always kind of had a, had a relationship, but, um, you know, really, uh, cemented it. And, uh, she's now doing Christian music, uh, and she's just about to, she launched kind of a soft launch of her own music about two years ago, a year and a half ago. And she's just, uh, finishing up her first, uh, album now, kind of under our label. And, uh, it's going to get a strong push. It's getting a lot of, uh, a lot of great feedback from people in the industry that she used to work with even producers you know mainstream producers uh still still happy to work with her which was a shock to me actually um you know you're talking about people that work with beyonce and alicia keys and uh who uh sometimes you you know dave and i talked earlier you call a producer you can't pay them to work with you mm-hmm. um if there's that you know that christian uh yeah. you know Oh, you know, weighing weighing on them. They don't want to put their name on it. Um, but a lot of people are looking at her talent, and uh, they're okay. You know, they were they call call us, which is really cool. So um, hopefully, yeah. uh, you know, hopefully it all works out for her. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. thank you. And we look forward to bringing Jeannie Ortega in and hearing more about what she's doing and her testimony in that journey. Yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah, it's it's really it's really nice to be able to. Uh, you know, Kiki mentioned about reaching out to the mainstream uh, and secular, rather, uh, and it's her testimony kind of allows her to do that. Um, mm-hmm. there, there are not a lot of Christian artists, even ones that all of you know, uh, that can say that they walked the same stage with Rihanna. Now, that might not mean anything to us, but it means something 
to the secular sure. people walking up the street right, right now. Sure. Um, yeah. And that will get them, you know, a lot of the time to, to, to give a listen, uh, at least a first listen. The music's still got to be good mm-hmm. uh, for them to continue to listen. <laughs> um, but uh, but so it's uh, her testimony is pretty powerful. Um, awesome. So she's she's we're pretty excited about that. And, you know, she should love to be a part of anything. Uh, you know, she'd love to do a podcast like this in the future. Awesome. Mike Buckley from AIC Records. Thank awesome. you, bro. Thank you for having Take me. Take a quick break. Come right back in a minute. Pastor Carter Conlon has published a new book entitled Unshakable, Trusting God When All Else Fails. In the book, he writes, you have believed and trusted in God. Perhaps you started out with much faith and promise for the future, but now you often feel like the psalmist who cried, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? What if I told you there is a divine purpose? Would you be surprised to learn that you are in the very center of God's will for your life? We're entering a perilous time in history in which your life and testimony will be a priceless currency for the kingdom of God. Jesus is putting a deposit of his life within you for the sake of others. He's making you unshakable. For more information on this book and to order it online, visit tscnyc.org. KPC is going to Finland. It's our first mission trip. A group of kids from the Times Square Church Kids Praise Choir is traveling to Helsinki, Finland this June. We'll be part of an evangelistic children's choir outreach. We're so excited to worship and share the love of Jesus. A lot of the kids in the choir are from the inner city, and we need your help to be able to go. If you'd like to help sponsor a child to go on this mission trip, visit tscnyc.org. Just click on the KPC Ensemble Traveling to Finland banner to make your donation online. Thank you. Kitos. And we're back, and we're having a very sobering conversation with uh, some young artists, and of course with some not so young artists. Uh, <laughs> but I am just delighted. Man, this line keeps getting drawn here. This entire show. I feel I'm on the other side of the yeah, line now, bro. He just know? crossed over, feels? man. That's all right. Because you're a husband just, and a wife. Yeah, I'm I mean, a husband I mean, and a wife. And a, it gets complicated at times. Uh, Marriage is complicated enough. Man. You're on the other side of the line over. too, Greg. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> uh, but I love what Mike said uh, about reaching out to mainstream. I mean, you mentioned earlier that you sent some music back to some guys you used to play with. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that they are listening to it from beginning to end. Uh, and, and I think that's a wonderful testimony. It's a wonderful opportunity to go back and just say, you know, you guys might have, may have knew, known me, you know, when. Uh, but this is where I am now. They, and, of course, they already knew you had, you had left the band. Tell them, tell them a little bit about that story because you – you had a pretty thriving band going on up in Canada. A pretty well-known group of guys. Wow. I don't want to take up too much time, though. You know? <laughs> give, um, us the, give us the minute and a half version. Minute and a half version is there wasn't much to do in my hometown growing up. <laughs> so we played a lot of music. We would just hang out in the basement. And we'd play, you know, we're 14 years old, and we'd play till 6 o'clock in the morning. You know, we would just, we'd play nonstop. There, re- there really wasn't much to do. And so... By the time we were 18 years old, we said, well, we're, we don't want to play the, uh, these these cover shows anymore because we were out playing a lot, of, a lot of different places. So we started to do original music, and so that took a while to, to get going, but you build up a, a little bit of a fan base, and then we did our first record, and um, <laughs> I, I used my school to... I don't recommend anyone to do this. I used my tuition for school to pay for the record and dropped it at a school... 
and then uh and then we went on you know we started touring a little bit more and it's terrible terrible idea but at the time i just i wanted to play rock music let me stop you how long ago was that that i would have been 20 i would have been 20 probably 20 21 okay how long ago was that i'd be like <laughs> we're talking a decade here we're talking a good decade about, about 10 years yeah 10 years ago 10 years ago yeah you could have taken that money bought the gear that you have now and recorded that project yourself I actually I did up the the budget. I've kept a track of how much I've spent on this <laughs> oh, EP. I could have done this uh, about fifteen more times. Wow! Wow! Yeah, because I, I and just I'm just trying to show how yeah. different yeah ten years makes right. the difference. Ten years makes yeah. in this technology in this music arena. Mm-hmm. The fact that you know we were talking an album ten years ago, and now you can't sell an album. You got to sell a single, right? Or you have to sell multiple singles. I love the concept of singles, though. I'll, I'll say that. I do. It stems back from the 1960s, really. And uh-huh. these bands, before they drop an album, 45s, they'd always drop a single with an yeah. A side or a B side. And so I, I love that idea of yeah. a single. So you always, the singles never made the album. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if you well, go to buy you were some Michael old, Jackson, you know, ABC made it, you know. I'm, I'm talking old, <laughs> even older than Michael Jackson. Yeah, you'd have to go yeah. out and find the single because yeah. they, they were yeah. never attached to, exactly. to the album, which I like, yeah. That's a little uh, little note for you Islanders over there because... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that label, that label. <laughs> All right, real quick, let's just go around. Tell us where they can find, the, where they'll be able to find more information about you and your music. All right, um, so for me, um, you guys can just go to abbik.net. Abbik.net. Dot net, and you'll find, you know, a lot of the bio, pictures, anything really. Um, and also, the album will be out soon, and um, it'll definitely be on iTunes and anywhere, probably online. So Check out yeah. some of the videos, too, because she's leading worship and in Jamaican <laughs> church, I think it was. No? No? Somewhere over Antigua there. <laughs> Antigua church. Yeah, right. Same thing. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's dangerous. I'm going to get some hate yeah, email. Yeah, I, I, you I know? got Ivory <laughs> next to me. You got to watch it. <laughs> Ivory. Uh, you can find my single, Get Up and Run, on iTunes. And um, you can look for me. I have a musician page, Ivory M, on Ivory Facebook. M. Awesome. Nothing official out yet, but you can just check out some random nice little things that I throw out here and there on my SoundCloud page. So it's soundcloud.com slash Music. And you can always go to Times Square Church and look up some videos of Colin singing yeah. in service. Some great yes. children's albums you can get. Featuring Colin. that die. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, uh, Ben? Uh, you can, and thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. Guys, I really appreciate it. Um, you can go to bennetthughes.com and, and you'll find everything. Spell Bennett for them. For- B-E double the N, E double the T. Come on. <laughs> Hughes.com. <laughs> Were you looking for a Caribbean translation? Across the table. You're going to sound good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kiki? Uh, you could check out my music page on Facebook. It's facebook.com backslash Kitsu Music. That's K E I, the number two, M U S I C. Or follow on Twitter, Kitsu Music. I keep yeah, and Tiffany had to step out, but you can find Tiffany's information at TiffanyMichelle.com, I believe yeah, it is. Tiffany-Michelle.com. Uh, great to have you guys. We got to come back because we got to do a follow-up and just see where you are next. Yeah. Uh, but last thing I want you to do is just give us a quick word of encouragement because there's other young artists and not-so-young artists 
who have been sitting on music, Colin, like, you know, they've been sitting on a notebook or two, Ben, like yourself. Give them a word of encouragement real quick before we go. There's a scripture I love. It says, uh, it's found, uh, I'm going to forget the book. But it's, it's in the Bible, a, though. It's in the Bible. It says, uh, it says, do not despise these small beginnings. That's good. Watch, I love that verse, yeah. For the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Um, I would say take time to learn the voice of the Lord so that way you know exactly who you're following, whose voice you're following, and take time to really sit and know why you're doing what you're doing, who you want to reach, and what type of sound you want. A word of encouragement would be, like Kiki and everybody, take time and to really know what God has given you. Take time to perfect it. Do the best you can because if you do want to expose yourself, you want to expose yourself in the best light and the best, um, be as excellent as you can be in Christ. So, Um, Never, ever give up. If you know that God has called you to do this, do not give up on it no matter what you see or what opposition you may have because God is going to do what he's going to do in his time and his time will be the perfect time. Um, For me, it would be just know the purpose of what you're doing like Kiki said what you're doing why you're doing and most importantly who you're doing it for you're not just doing it for a crowd you're not doing it for you know just a stage but you're doing it for ultimately God and you just keep that at the center and everything will go great I think they all said it in different ways only thing I'd add was go get a notepad make sure you get one they've all said it in a different way but I will say it in a formal way when remember if ever we put the messenger before the message we have failed to present an unblemished gospel. I'm Greg Thomas. Join us again next time. Take joy, my King, in what you hear and let it be a sweet sound in your ear. We sincerely hope and pray that this podcast is a sweet sound in your ear. We also hope you'll join the conversation online because music with a mission doesn't end here. So check out TSC Music on Facebook to share your thoughts and get regular updates. Follow us on Twitter at TSC Music Tweet. And don't forget to use the hashtag MWM Podcast. Watch and share videos on our YouTube page at youtube.com slash TSC Music TV. And of course, you can always email us at music at timesquarechurch.org or visit the website tscnyc.org slash music. Portions of music in this podcast provided by TSC Music, produced by the director of TSC Music, Greg Thomas, mixed and engineered by Harry Vaughn, and I'm the project manager, Jesse Carrasco. Coming up next week, Pastor Tim Williams of Summit International School of Ministry speaks on the heart of a worshiper and what it means to play for the audience of one. 